Creative Brain Candy by Creators for Creators. This is what I hate. Strangers. Do you say hi or do you blow their heads off? Do they want to share what they got or take what you have? If they want to take, I'm willing to go to stop them, damn it. All right, that's far enough. We don't want any trouble. Me neither, mister. What are you? Carrier 18, U.S. Postal Service. Got any mail? That's impossible. Ain't you heard of the postman? No. Tell us. He's only the greatest man who ever lived. He crossed the wasteland, shook his fist at the enemy, and spit in the eye of General Bethlehem himself. He's back east with President Starkey right now. Who told you all this? Postmaster Ford Lincoln Mercury. He's in direct contact with the restored Congress. Direct contact? I don't believe this. And welcome to Smoking and Drinking in Space. This is a sci-fi podcast from a couple guys who think they know sci-fi. And this week we reviewed Dances with Wolves 2 Electric Boogaloo starring Kevin Costner and Kevin Costner's statue. It's 1997's The Postman. But first, he's the guy who doesn't believe in The Postman, but puts a letter under his pillow just in case. To my guy who leads a settlement purely through his celebrity, it's James. How are you doing, James? Uh, You're not Tom Petty. I could be. And even if you were Tom Petty... Like I, I'm already disappointed in Tom Petty. Like he's not a great actor. He's not as famous uh, as everyone thinks he is. He's very overrated as a musician. Whatever. You're so wrong. So, you know, no, Tom Petty I mean, is awesome. Whatever. And he's the guy who changed his name based on a sign on a wrecked out car dealership because he dreams of driving someday. It's Rob. How you doing, Rob? I'm doing pretty good. My name is Lincoln Ford Mercury Jeep Jr. Okay. <laughs> James, God, what's happening around head. CBC this week? Uh, what's going on around CBC this week? Uh, you're going to want to go over to simplystogies.com and you're going to want to take a little listen uh, to uh, 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 the new episode that drops on uh, May 1st. Uh, uh, May 1st, there's going to be a giveaway. Uh, you listen to that episode. At the end of that episode, you comment, leave a comment, and you can win an ashtray. Uh, by this uh, a great company called GSTN Cigars, or Gaston Cigar. Uh, they make these great ashtrays. He he gifted me one. It's going to be a custom ashtray, the Wade versus Evans, which is uh, uh, it's a it's an homage to uh, uh, Three Ten to Yuma, the movie. Uh, but it's a fantastic ashtray. Like uh, you can go to the Simply Stogies Instagram account uh, and check out what it looks like there. It is literally fire. Ask Rob; he's seen it. Rob, it's fire, right? Fire, not just fire, but fire emoji, fire emoji. Uh, so make sure you check that episode out. It was a great time. Uh, Tim and I took a little excursion, uh, to Omaha and Lincoln this weekend. Uh, we had a great time at Capital Cigars. We had a great time at Safari Cigars. So check out all the great content, simplystogies.com, uh, reviews, uh, articles, news, 
podcasting, YouTube videos. We do a little bit of everything, and we do it slightly better um, than Rob does everything else. So check it out, simplystogies.com. And that's really all that's going on around CBC this week, Jason. Perfect. Rob, you got any news for us this week? Uh, yeah, I've got some news. Uh, first bit of news is that uh, the Hawkeye production has officially wrapped. Um, oh, yeah, I forgot they, they were even going to do a movie yeah. for Hawkeye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Wait, it's a that, movie? It's not a show? No, it's a show. It's a Disney Plus show. Oh, is it? Um, yeah. It's a, a series on Disney Plus, Hawkeye. Um, I think... If I remember correctly, I think it's going to be somewhere in the ten episode range. So, oh, so it's shows. not going to be it's not going to be the six episode range that we got from Falcon Winter Soldier, right? So, so we can expect uh, about thirty, 30 minute episodes. Yep. Yeah. Yep. All right. Yeah, because yep. Feige has has uh, confirmed that you know it's most of these shows are going to either be um, six or ten. So and about six hours long in total. So depending on how many episodes, you know, it's so stupid. It's just dumb. Idea, yeah. But whatever. Yeah, whatever. Thirty minute episodes. Is that what you're calling dumb? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, this seems like it's going to be an action forward series and something that they're going to do like seasonal, unlike what they're going to do with Wandavision and uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I don't. I don't know if. I don't know if this is going to, well, I don't know if they're going to do another Hawkeye uh, because I'm glad you brought that up. It kind of rolls into the next one. Uh, Marvel is reporting or Marvel reportedly is developing a Dark Avengers versus Thunderbolts project. Um, It seems that way because, you know, they've, uh, they've uh, introduced uh, Contessa Valentina Allegra de la Fontaine. Oh, you mean Uh, Madam Hydra? My Adam Hydra, yeah. yeah. Um, they've also introduced uh, Tommy and Billy Maximoff, Kate Bishop, America Chavez, Casey Lang, and Elijah Bradley, which are all part of that Young Avengers um, cast. So it looks like Young Avengers is coming. But with the whole Madam um, Hydra and all that, it looks like they're doing the Thunderbolts and the Dark Avengers potentially. That'll be kind of interesting, I guess. They're also um, doing a Captain America movie, apparently, uh, and they're trying to get the showrunner from Falcon Winter Soldier to do the new Captain America movie, which with, will deal uh, with, with everything Falcon? that fucking Falcon and Winter Soldier just dealt with. A uh, black Captain America. Uh, that like, why do we have to have a full feature film on it? We just had six episodes. Right. Well, uh, you know, I'm hoping if they do that, it's it's more in terms of like he's already been, uh, you know, established for a while. And they're just going to move forward and not, you know, try to shove uh, BML down our throats. Am I the only one that thought is BLM? I I had no problem with anything that they were really talking about. I didn't have a problem with the speech at the end. I thought, ah, it's great. It's a great, I think it's a great angle. Uh, A black man taking on the mantle of Captain America, uh, which is a country that, I mean, you know, we still have. There's there's race issues all over the place. I mean, I don't think that that, I I don't think anybody would dispute that. Uh, We may dispute uh, the level to which it happens, but I don't think we would dispute that it that it does happen. But here's the thing: why do we have to have it again in a feature film? Number one, number two. Am I the only one that thought that is? Uh, uh, what his, makes his you think they're going to rehash the same stuff in a, in a feature film? Well, no, they're going to rehash the the same themes in a feature film. Yeah, you know it's going to come up. 
No, right. I don't you know, know that. at some point in time it's going to come up. Yeah, it's going to. They're going to be like, they're going to bring up, oh, you're, you're, you're a black Captain America, uh, you know, or something. Why you got to be a bootlicker serving the man? Yeah, yeah, something like that, right? I don't know, I don't know but his outfit looked ridiculous. All I, didn't, right, well, I didn't, I didn't, I like haven't, it. I haven't watched it yet. I'm that's uh, what I'm doing right after this. I'll hold. Jason, my did you like? Did you like his outfit? I did. I thought it was good. Really? Yeah. What right. was wrong I with guess it? I'm the only one. I'm the, apparently I'm the asshole. I'm the asshole. Like it's, I don't know. It just looked gaudy and dumb. It looked a lot like Roger's outfit, only it was white instead of blue. It yeah. was the it was the Captain America outfit, just with a different color theme. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you're not wrong. I mean, you're not you're not wrong. I don't know. Maybe it's the wings. Whatever. <laughs> Oh. I thought that I thought that they they added the elements of the of the Falcon outfit with the Captain America outfit very well. I thought uh, I thought they mixed the two. I thought even how he used the wings along with the shield meshed really well. I can't, yeah, I get yeah, okay. I guess I don't know. I it was too. I don't. Know. I didn't like it. It's just me. I didn't like it. Okay. Well, that's fine. I mean, if you didn't I, like, I it, wish you didn't it would have like been it. more tra- traditional. Traditional but how? Then, well, traditional, the traditional, like uh, the the more blue than anything else. This seemed to be more white than anything okay. else, which kind of. <laughs> it's tough. I'm not going to say it. Oh, God. Say no, it. let's move God on. What else you got? Rob. Not saying it. Uh, the last it. thing I've got is, um, so Michael Dorn. Um, oh, for fuck's qu- sake. He created quite a stir. Uh in the Twitter verse here back on, back on April 19th, um, he posted a thing that said, just got the news being summoned back in, back into action. Starfleet calls. People were freaking their shit out going, Oh, okay. So Picard, um, a Picard cameo, uh, a new, new project. Maybe he's getting put onto the, uh, JJ Abrams thing. What's going on? What's going on? All that has been debunked in terms of uh, uh, Paramount's come out and said, nope, not doing that. Nope, not doing that. Also, there was a hashtag ad on there. So a lot of people are thinking that maybe he's getting pulled in for like the Star Trek online uh, stuff, the uh, online or maybe even Fleet Command, the uh, mobile uh, game, and doing some voice work for that uh, because they do tend to bring characters in. Uh, they've had seven of nine. They've had the doctor. Uh, I think they had Janeway at one point in time. Um, so that's what people are speculating. So, so Paramount has confirmed that he's not going to be in the new season of Picard. Uh, they, they, okay. So they said, unless it's a red herring, they said, uh, whatever Dorn is doing, um, it is not related to a Paramount plus Star Trek project. Has Picard already? Uh, it's in production. Shooting? Mm-hmm. Are they done? I don't know if they're done, but it's in production. Okay, so the only thing I can think of, you know, if if they're saying something like that, the only other thing I can think of is them saying basically just saying, yeah, this tweet has nothing to do with anything coming up on Paramount Plus because he's already done it. He's already filmed it. Who knows? I don't think not. I, I, don't, I don't think he has. I don't think I don't. he's done it. I think that there's probably some bad blood there for whatever reason. 
but in other Star Trek news, they had to shut down production of Discovery Season 4 due to COVID. Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody got exposed. So, Where did they film yeah. that? Did they film? Because I know Ontario was uh, a hotbed recently. They shut down a bunch of stuff around there. Yeah, it might be Toronto. I'm going to go out on a limb and say it's not Georgia. Because <laughs> that's where everything else gets filmed. <laughs> Everything else. All um, right. Anything else, Rob? That's it. Who's ready for a pod crawl? Let's yes. do it. Do All it. Right. We can call it, I don't know, say a pod crawl. The pod crawl. Pod crawl. Pod crawl. Pod crawl. Excellent. Insert it deep. Pod crawl. Kind of like a space suppository full of information. Do you like three hour picturesque strolls through mountainous forests? Do you like melodramatic monologues with swelling cinematic music in the background? I do. Do you like Shakespearean quote-offs that end in middle-aged men rolling around in the dirt? Then this is the film for you. Meet Shakespeare, a guy who talks to a mule and reenacts Macbeth poorly for a living. After one of his Shakespeare in the Park performances, he gets conscripted into the local preppers' union, complete with membership brand. After having a disagreement with one of the union bosses, he decides to take off sleeping overnight in a wrecked postal truck and rolling the corpse inside, while also violating federal law by opening mail not addressed to him. Covered in ratty clothes and carrying long-forgotten postcards from the before times, he comes across the small city-state of Pineview, where he proclaims that he's a federal employee and demands entrance and succor. The local sheriff tells him to fuck right off, but he says he has letters to deliver, so the town lets him in. Inside, they press and clean his clothes, feed him, and even throw him a courtesy fuck in exchange for a little of his man-cake mix. Shakespeare, now dubbed the Postman, recruits the local used car salesman of the year as a postal carrier and moves on to the next town. Shortly after, General Douchebag arrives for his shakedown payment and decides to take the Postman's new girlfriend for himself after killing her husband. However, General Summer's Eve is pushing rope and without modern medicine to make his little peen work, he takes out his frustration on Abby's face. The Seven Ninny Army catches up to the Postman at the town of Benning, where the Postman tries to sue for peace, but General Douchenozzle says, nah, and howitzers the place into the Stone Age. The Postman grabs his baby mama, Abby, and gets the fuck out of Dodge, but not before taking a bullet to the gut. The next six or so months are him recovering in a small cabin in the mountains with an ever-increasingly pregnant Abby, who taunts him by putting his food out of arm's reach to get his lazy ass out of the barca lounger. When Abby finally has enough back pain from supporting a 160-pound mooch, she torches the cabin, and they make their way back to people. They come across a young girl on the road who tells them she's Carrier 18, and then takes them back to Fort USPS where Cadillac Man has dubbed himself Postmaster General and recruited an army of male carriers. <laughs> However, General Vinegar and Water has captured and killed some of the kids playing post office, and the pen pals are none too happy about it. <laughs> but the postman has a guilty conscience and disbands the group. He and Abby then take a vacation to Bridgetown to catch a Tom Petty concert, where he's convinced to come out of retirement when an advanced scout from the Crazy Eights comes by. He reunites the band, and they head to the nearby Oregon desert to make their last stand against General Feminine Wash reference, and the armies line up, ready to do battle, when the postman reveals that he's a member of the Army of the Dumb and challenges for leadership. The two leaders roll around hugging for a while before they each make speeches to personify their black and white philosophies, and the postman gains the upper hand and wins the fight and the day. Oh, and then the dipshit formerly known as General gets shot by his former second-in-command. The postman disbands the moron militia, 
makes it back to Abby and his newborn child and roll his daughter erecting a statue in his honor 40 years later to commemorate his lying and scheming for future generations to be inspired by credits. All right, Postman, 1997's post-apocalyptic film by Kevin Costner. This was this was probably the final um final straw that that kind of took Kevin Costner off of uh, out of the spotlight. At this point, he is, this is his third major epic that he uh that he directed along with uh well, did he direct Waterworld? I think he did. Did he direct it or did he just, know. you know, Make it shittier than it was. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but uh, Dances with Wolves was was kind of the uh, the pinnacle of this point of of Kevin Costner epics, uh, and it was a good movie. I'll give it that. It was very wait, wait, wait. very wait, scenic. Wait, 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 wait. Did you Waterworld did you, already came out? Wait, no, I knew Waterworld already came <laughs> out, but I no. Did you say? I want to make sure that I understood what just came out of your mouth because I'm not I'm not 100 percent sure that I did. So I want to make sure that it, that I heard it correctly. Did you say that Dances with Wolves is a good movie? Yes, I did. And re- I literally, liked it. and that's all you need to know about the, their opinion, everyone. <laughs> oh, that's on. literally all you have to know is that they think Dances with Wolves is a good movie. Tatanka. A lot of people think Dances with Wolves is a good movie. Buffalo. Okay, well, I, you know what? I don't like a lot of people. So. <laughs> okay, well, I mean, can't help that. But yeah, um, Dances with the Wolves was a good movie. Waterworld was not, um, and neither is this one. He didn't direct Waterworld. He didn't direct Kevin Waterworld. Did. did he produce it? Um, he was a producer. Yeah, okay. Okay, but did you think this was a good movie? I think that's a good starting point. No, did you think No, this okay, this movie right. was not a good movie. No. This no, movie no. was long. This movie was boring. This movie could have been an hour and a half easily. Um this movie was so fucking shallow. I don't think you could have drowned in the puddle it made. Yeah. This movie this movie's terrible. Objectively terrible. Like even if you would have made this movie an hour and a half and cut out all of the bullshit for this movie, which there's a lot of bullshit that you could literally just cut out and it wouldn't change the movie. It's still not a good movie. The length just adds to the shittiness that this movie already brings to the table. Yeah. So there are a few good points in this movie. And one of them is the end. <laughs> well, one of them is definitely the end, but even the ending was dumb. I mean, the, the, the fucking commemoration of a statue in a town that he never fucking visited just because he wanted to visit there some po- at some point. And it was some sort of mythological town. I mean, everybody knew of it, but nobody believed it existed. They never explain why this town is is famous or or supposedly mythical. I mean, it it would. I have no idea why that was in the fucking plot to begin with. Other than no, I don't, they yeah. just needed some place on a shore to put a fucking statue that doesn't even have the dude's name. He never has a fucking name in the movie. They call him Shakespeare, and they call He's him the, the postman. postman. Yeah, he's the postman even in the credits. Yeah, even on the fucking statue. Wait, does he have a name in the book? You've read the yes, book. I have not read the book. I have read the synopsis of the book, and yes, he does have a, a, a name in the book. The book what, is a lot, lot different from, from what I've read of the plot synopsis than this movie. And it sounds a lot more interesting. Like there's a... There's uh, I don't a, believe you. <laughs> there's a central AI that controls one of the, the towns that he comes across. Um, 
called Cyclops. Wait, wait, wait. So you're saying the book is actually sci-fi? Yes, yes. The book is actually not sci-fi. It 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 is, but barely. What do you mean (laughs) barely? This is less sci-fi than Mad Max. No, no, I don't don't think so. I mean, it's 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 similar. It's similar in its in its sci-fi ness than as Mad Max. It's it's a post-apocalyptic kind of dystopian future, like Mad Max. I'm going to shoot a movie. It's going to star Rob. Uh, it's not going to be called The Postman. It's going to be loosely based on the movie The Postman. It's going to be four hours long. Uh, it's going to follow Rob around as he fumble fucks his way through the apocalypse, trying to inadvertently restart the inefficient government and uh, revive the inept uh, fucking postal service. Uh, but instead of The Postman, it's just it's more autobiographical. It's going to be called uh, The Moron. <laughs> It'll make more than twenty point eight million. Fucking a! I don't know about that. Oh, it will. It will. It will. It will. Yeah. It'll make money. <laughs> you think? Well, it depends. How much are you budgeting for porn? <laughs> it's just gonna be Rob Fumble fucking his way through making like trying to get the, the porn oh, server back up. You said <laughs> Fumble. Yeah. Oh, see, yeah. you said fumble fucking. I, I thought did. you just yeah. said fucking my way through the apocalypse. Uh, Rob, yeah, no. I don't that's think a totally could, different movie. Rob, I don't think you could fuck your way out of a wet paper bag. You know how strong paper bags are when they're wet? Yes, not very. Oh. <laughs> God. Hey, um, so um, funny, funny fact. I just thought I'd uh, bring this up for random uh, bits of useful knowledge. Wait, wait, wait. No, no. Before you do that, I just thought no, no. of this. How did I miss this before? We would call it the porn man. And yes. that's what he's doing. He's fumble fucking his way through the apocalypse, trying to bring porn to the people again that have lost it because there's no power anywhere. Again, again. Is he going to reenact it? More money. Just yes, like the, the postman. Yes. Worse. It'll be worse because it's following Rob around and Rob on his best day is still worse than Costner in Waterworld. Is he going to have a sex doll named Bill that follows him everywhere? No, well, no. yeah. I mean, that's part of the, that's part of the thing. No. Steve. no, we'll no call you him, know what? We'll no, call no, him we're going to call him James. Try to put on donkey no, no. shows. We'll call him James because James is an ass. <laughs> okay. Well, that's fair. You can call him whatever you want. You're still trying to go around the fucking apocalypse putting on donkey shows for people. Like You're not bringing them Shakespeare. You're like, all right. Who wants a donkey show? Oh, God. That is a totally different movie <laughs> for sure. Yeah. We call it the porn man. I love it. Hey, fun fun fact. Um, I had that issue of Playboy when I was a kid. Yeah. What? How did you remember? Just that, how did you remember Dude, that you had that? I don't know. I recognized <laughs> the cover. I recognized <laughs> the cover and go, wait, I know that. I know yeah. that cover. Yeah. Yep, the porn man. Uh, that's what I'm doing. It will make more than twenty point five million without yeah. a doubt. Funny thing about the uh, cover, and it's in the super secret for you. They had something on there about uh, Playboy boldly going where no magazine has gone before. They had some sort of Star Trek um, article. Oh, I remember that cover. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the girls of radio. Unfortunately, um, I tried to look and I couldn't find much of anything uh, from the inside. I apologize. Um, I have since gotten rid of uh, that particular magazine. 
Was it because the pages were sticking together? It was. They were starting to get full. Uh, the the pictures were getting a little blotchy. Gross. All right. Gross. So uh, when you peeled them apart, they yeah, kind of gross. rip a little. Yeah, bit. I'll be right okay, back. I gotta go vomit. Yeah. Uh, okay, that's fine. Now this this movie was not good. It, it I will give it props. It did look good. I thought the I thought the scenes and the way that they shot. I mean, Oregon's a beautiful place. There's there's no denying that. And even even the parts that they shot in Arizona uh, were very picturesque. The movie looks good. the The soundtrack is okay. I mean, it it follows the movie and it's it's full of you know string swells and and very cinematic and yeah, I, the 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 music didn't bother me. The, the main quabbles that I had with this movie was uh, its pacing. It was very slow. Uh, and the, the minute action that actually punctuated the movie uh, was few and far between, uh, way too far apart. Like I said, they could have cut this movie in half and still ended up with a shit movie, but at least it wasn't wasting everybody's time or wasting it that much time. The acting yeah. was uh, contrite. I thought the, the script was... The, the good guy versus bad guy. I mean, the good guy could do no wrong. Even even though he was a fucking grifter, even though he went from town to town and, and lied his ass off, especially whenever he found the postman's uniform, he was just looking for a fucking meal and, you know, started this tale uh, just to get into the, the town. And it, it, it deified grifting, which was odd in and of itself because he himself had said that, you know, I don't, I don't care. He, he avoided people at all costs. And the one time that he didn't avoid people, he got conscripted into, you know, a douchebaggery armory army. And then the bad guy was, Boy, this one was, that, dude. was that part of the thing that he said he didn't, he normally avoided people. Oh yeah. At the very beginning when, before he went into that settlement, he was talking to Bill and said, yeah, I know I don't, we we avoid people. People are bad and blah blah blah. But then why did I'm he go hungry. to the town? He was hungry. Uh, he was hungry. He, he was didn't hungry. have any food. And, uh, but okay. But here's the thing. He said he was rich when he found I don't know like three packs Cigarettes. of fucking Newports. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So why didn't he just go buy food from somewhere instead of doing a fucking shake shitty shitty? By the yeah, way, yeah, that's shitty, a, that's a good question. Life. I don't know why he said he was rich. I didn't see anybody smoking except for him in the fucking movie. And nobody like traded for, I mean, nobody was trading for cigarettes. This isn't a fucking prison film. You would think that cigarettes at this point would be a, a rare commodity and, and be well, worth a lot, not. but apparently not. Yeah. Nobody was asking for them. Right. And the old man, uh, the old post office man had, uh, um, no, he wasn't an old post office man. He was an old, uh, NASA engineer. Right, right, but I'm saying the uh, he was the oldest post uh, post postal worker in the new postal system. When was the last time you walked into a post office, Rob? I don't know. They still are they still up? Yeah, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're yeah, yeah, they're still around. Yeah, they're just slow as fuck. Do you know why they're slow as fuck? Number one, it's because the government runs it. Number two, it's because so inept, government doesn't run it. I don't know why you keep saying that. Inept uh, personnel uh, work there, and, and <laughs> you're such and an idiot. Three. Old, they're all old, right? You're yeah. such an idiot. But I'm saying that that guy was smoking all the time. Well, that's what yeah. they do. That's why they can't fucking. He wasn't get smoking mail cigarettes in time because that they, they were they take. Smoke what was breaks. he smoking, Jason? Are you smoking weed? Drug paraphernalia was in there. <laughs> yeah, he was smoking weed. 
In front of the children? In front of the fucking children. Oh, my gosh. Well, these kids didn't know shit from Shinola. Yeah, they don't know like, what weed is. No, they didn't know nothing. All they knew is it was their goddamn job to, to get the mail from, from place to place. That's all they knew. And they might die doing so, but goddamn it, they're going to do it. All hell, the postman. That's so stupid. It's such um, a shitty premise for a movie. Yeah, and, and I don't know. I mean, the 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 premise of the movie isn't that bad. It's a, it's about a wanderer who ends up being a hero and reuni- reunites civilization. I mean, that's but he doesn't. He fumble fucks his way through it. He literally would. He robbed okay. his way. So the premise the isn't bad. Apocalypse. The execution is shitty. No, I I disagree with that on on the level that this guy. All he was trying to do was survive. That's it. That's all he was trying to do. At no point until the end was he really trying to do anything other than survive. And he thought he found a way to survive uh, a little bit hell, uh, better. It was like he told uh, his kind of halfway hot kind of woman, like, you know, I only did this because I wanted to, you know, stay fat. And mm-hmm. like. So he literally, he just fumble fucks his way into this war to get rid of a warlord. Yeah. Like it, it's just stupid. I have a problem with that premise. If you put somebody in that position who look, how many times during this film did they say this guy's smart? He's smart. He's smart. Like a shit ton of times they were referring to Kevin Costner being smart. Right. At no point did he show that he was very smart. He showed he was very well learned. He showed that he had an education. Well, but the bad guy he was going up against was at least twice as dumb as he was. Well, I, I'm what I'm saying here is, is that the postman, Kevin Costner's character, was Rob level inept. Yeah, and the guy he was going up against was like half of Rob. <laughs> so, I mean, it was like it was like if if Rob had banged his head up against a wall for about a day. <laughs> If this movie had been made 10 years later, uh, that character would not have been a, a copy machine salesman. He would have been in IT. <laughs> Maybe. That's mean. That's so mean. Um, you know, and actually, the postman wasn't the one that, I guess he kind of roundabout brought hope or whatever, but it was, it was really, it was Ford Lincoln Mercury that, uh, yeah, it was, yeah, it was so, absolutely. so that, that guy that, is, is the true hero of the, of the story. He's the one that organized the, the new, uh, post office. He's the one that basically organized everything and, and brought hope to all of the settlements that, that he joined through their mail routes. He's the one that actually started fighting against, um, uh, dipshit's army. Yeah. Yeah. He was the one who took the bodies and put them in a Jeep uh, that was on fire and then pushed the Jeep. Well, that was, that was an idiot move. But before then he was, he was spreading the, the pamphlets, you know, yeah, he was goading propaganda. Well, he spelled tyranny wrong. He did spell tyranny wrong, but I I mean, again, this is a Rob move to spell tyranny wrong. Like there are so many Rob can't say tyranny. (laughs) <laughs> there's so many robs in this movie. I had a hard time like putting myself and the people that I know into this movie because everyone was literally Rob level stupid. And I'm just like, I don't like, it's just, it's like if Rob procreated and then he, 
those offspring had offspring is then those offspring started, you know, uh, you know, to just mate within that little circle of offspring. And then they had offspring and they did the same thing. And yeah, just so kept going. it's like if, if Rob's family tree was just trunk. <laughs> I think Rob left. <laughs> no, I'm just not going to like, I'm not, no, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not dealing with this. <laughs> like the hot chick in this movie's not even that hot. No, I disagree. So you, I think she you is. don't like Olivia Williams. She's okay. I wouldn't kick her out of bed for eating crackers. She's in the what new. Crack- uh, she's in the new HBO series, The Nevers. Is she? Yeah, she's not hot in that show. Well, she's kind of older now yeah she 52. is yeah. yeah yeah but look we just got done reviewing some movies with some hot older ladies in it so i look i i disagree with that premise i think you can be 60 60 and sexy oh i agree she's just i mean she's not supposed to be hot in this movie she's a matriarch um and and very prim and proper well she's supposed to be like the frontier woman right like the front like the like that's the whole thing is she's, she's a badass woman. in this movie yeah, she's tough like nothing's yeah. going to phase her. She's going to get her. She's going to kick her man in the ass. So he goes and gets shit done. And uh, I, so I kind of got that aspect of it because I mean, literally in this apocalypse, everyone goes back to the wild West for some fucking reason. Uh, so like, that's what, she, that was her job. Like, she's like, Oh, you're hungry. You want some fucking meat? All right, let me go shoot the fucking horse. Dumb shit. So how long? Uh, yeah. And, and that was one thing I had, uh, the, the timing, seemed all over the place and oh, yeah. just oh, in yeah. terms of you know you, you know they they show the they show go shoot the horse and then the very next scene it's it's a bolt this is it this is all that's left well, it's not just that and it's, it's like <laughs> wait like, you just shot the horse well, yeah you're but look at his beard to, well, you're supposed to be able to tell that. time through his beard well you're certainly not going to be able to tell time through her pregnancy which is typically right. last nine months uh in this case it seemed to last much longer well, see, it was no, about see, nine so, months. so it was like, uh, you know, six, eight months in the, in the wilderness and, uh, two weeks was the rest of the movie. It was about six months in the wilderness and it was probably about two to three months for the rest of the movie. So that two would have been weeks. about right. See, it was yep. not two to three weeks. I just say it was it was hard for me to follow the time. It was honestly it was just hard for me to follow this movie. Number one, because I was not interested in it. Number two, uh, I had it it didn't try in any way to grab and hold my interest. Uh, And three, there were there was only literally ten seconds uh, of boobs. Now here's here's the funny thing about that. I was trying to watch the movie a certain way, Uh, and when that you say naked, we're done. When that when that way stopped working, it was literally it was just paused on boobs. <laughs> and then your daughter came in and you no, had to have the not, talk. No, no, it was just paused on boobs. I couldn't like I kept trying to restart the movie and wouldn't. I didn't. I had to go fucking rent it, Re- uh, restart them. And then I'm using air it. quotes. It's <laughs> restart. It I had boobs. to keep restarting. <laughs> yeah. So like, it just nothing. This movie sucked. It's just terrible. Like this, don't watch this movie. If you've never seen it, don't watch it. It's objectively bad. Like there's yeah, not one person on the planet it. who's going to say, go watch this movie. Not one. 
So I, I got a so, little annoyed with some of the inconsistencies, especially at the beginning of the film. Uh, like when they, when they went to Benning, uh, where the postman just happened to be and, and he had, uh, and, and general dipshit had, you know, stolen the girl from Pineview, uh, and dragged his army to Benning. I guess they were doing their rounds for their, their shakedown operation. I got annoyed because once they, once they got to Benning and, and, were told to to fuck off and then they wanted to, you know, sue for peace and, and, you know, make the deal. He said no. And then brought out these two fucking howitzers and a goddamn anti-aircraft gun. Where, where do, where, where the does f- all the ammunition come from? Well, not only where does the ammunition come from? Why the fuck were they dragging that shit around in the first place? I didn't see it whenever they rode up. It's just, they suddenly fucking appeared. Well, not only that, but, uh, you know, they show up and then it's, uh, oh, we're going to blow you up. And then all of a sudden they had a fully functional camp set up and ready to go. And the time it took them to say, hey, we're going to blow you up to uh, Costner coming out and uh, with the peace flag. Yeah. So the, right. the, the pacing in the beginning was was rushed. Well, and, well not, and, even and, in, not even in the, in the beginning. Um, so right after that, you know, he gets shot in the gut, right? Mm-hmm. Um laying on the ground he passes out he wakes up and it's snowing and she hasn't done anything to protect that gut yet she hasn't tried to to fix it or whatever so are you telling me it goes from totally fine to snowing snow on the ground covering everything in an instant well i or think that it, was there two or three months in between no 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 there wasn't two or three months he, uh, it was finally it was- got fixed it wasn't two or three months. It was probably in the same day or maybe the day after because she had built a litter that she was dragging behind the, the horse. And I'm sure that she'd packed it with, with something or, or put some pressure on it or something. He'd just passed out. Whenever he woke up, it was a little time later and, and there was a snowstorm. Yeah. Well, assuming that these are all of Rob's ancestors in a family tree made up of just the trunk. I would, I have to assume that their medical knowledge uh, is about on par with their knowledge of guerrilla warfare, with their knowledge of how to sort mail, with their knowledge of basically everything they're doing in this movie. And at some point, she stopped the wound by just rubbing poop on it. Oh, gross. I use dirt. It's cleaner <laughs> than poop. <laughs> well, these are your ancestors, so they're just a little bit dumber than you are. And this wasn't even a good character study. I mean, mm-hmm. the, the, the general was a one dimensional idiot. He, he, he claimed that he, he was general. That's the, that's the weird part. I don't the, know. I mean, well, here, presumably he was, he was the leader of he, some sort of militia but, before the war. And, but, but why, why was he the leader of the militia? And how did a copy uh, machine salesman uh, end up in Washington to watch it burn? Oregon. And then make it all the way out to the West. Yeah. And then go, oh, I'm going to go to the other coast and just like fuck shit up. Oh, Washington, D.C. Yeah, that's right. He did say he was he was there. Yeah. I, not, none of it makes sense. There's no context other than there was an apocalypse. Like there, there's no context other than there was like dirty snow for a while. Uh, there's no context like other than he's walking in a desert and there's a lion. And then that becomes like uh, an important piece later on that that lion's still on the fucking loose. Like it's all just improbable, poorly written. Like there's not really, there's not really a direction that this goes other than 
you know, idiot man, good, uh, smart man, not gooder. Like, I, like that's the best way to put it. It's like, uh, and then there's like, there's elements of racism in the movie, but then they kind of just drop that. They're like, oh yeah, we're going to use the N word once. Uh, that we're not going to use it anymore. Like we were going to go away from the whole racist thing. Like, yeah, just, that was, that stupid. was kind of confusing too. It was sort of a muddled message. Was it just that one dipshit who was uber racist or was it actually the entire army? Because he was. He was only picking the the white people out of the crowd. He he didn't want any uh, any black or Asian people. I think is what he said. Um, no, he wanted he wanted suitable ethnic foundation. Yeah, whatever. So yeah, that was. I, I think that again, they didn't develop the character or the the army as a character. Are you or are you not related to Rob? <laughs> That, yeah, they didn't. The, uh, they didn't develop yeah. them very well at all. They they basically kind of, kind of gave them a, a a glossy sheen of evil and left it at that. It was it was surface evil only. They didn't. I mean, he was a he was a copy machine salesman, which is fine. I mean, uh, despots have have come under more humble beginnings, I guess. But not a copy machine salesman. I mean, like it's literally the IT of our day. Like, that's what it is. It's not, like, it is the most ubiquitous job that any idiot can do. And I don't think, I, I don't think any time in the future, an IT guy is going to rise to be a despot ever. Not even in, in the apocalypse, not even in the, in the aftertime. Well, he claims that he was this strategic genius, right? He was, he was this hardcore general who was classically trained as all generals should be, blah, blah, blah. And then he puts his main base in the mid, big middle of a fucking quarry like an idiot. <laughs> How in the fuck would you defend your goddamn main base in the middle of a fucking quarry from an opposing force if they decided to move in on you? That was I, a dumb shit move. Well, I don't understand okay, that. Dealing with people who put Tom Petty in charge of something. I don't know. I think I'd put Tom Petty in charge of my settlement. That might be a fun settlement to live in. I, that would not be a fun settlement. That'd be a, like a, be a shit settlement like all the other settlements we've seen so far. Like, why would you put Tom Petty in charge? Like, Tom Petty's music's okay. All right. I, I don't want to disparage the dead. It's okay music. But Tom Petty... I wouldn't put any famous person in charge of anything in the apocalypse. I would tell them to just get in the fucking back of the line and try not to fuck shit up. Nobody gives a shit anymore about any of the stupid things that come out of your fucking mouth. So All right? I can, I can see how Tom Petty would be uh, in a leadership position on a, on a, in a settlement like that. So in, in a city state is basically what these uh, little settlements have organized themselves into um, because, you know, celebrity personalities are very charismatic. And depending upon the celebrity personality, they may be, they may have a head for mediation, which is basically what a, a good politician does is, is they, they mediate problems uh, they, they mediate problems and, and come up with solutions to those problems. Uh, but they also listen to advisors. So, I mean, they're not, they're not doing it alone. Uh, a good leader will also listen to advice from people who are subject matter experts on shit that they don't know about. So yeah, if, he's, right, well, if he's that kind of person. Me. No, you've convinced me. I'm going to be a despot in the fucking apocalypse. That, um, you despots are, are different. 
I'm just telling. <laughs> I was I'm not I, describing a despot. I know you weren't, but you've convinced me that that's what I'm going to be because I don't want to follow <laughs> Tom fucking Petty. Would you fa- and- follow uh, Bear Grylls? No, fuck that mother. That's fake fucking shit. No, fake. No, absolutely not. No, I will be a despot. All right, and I okay. may just be in charge of one other fucking person. Jeez, oh, give a fuck. Jeez. A despot. You, you get uh, Giovanni Rabisi. That's Who? what your army would be made out of. Who? Uh, the dude that got shanked at the beginning. Giovanni Rabisi, bandit number 20. Uh, the one that was just trying to prove himself oh, constantly. I just, all right. I, I, whatever. I don't care who I'm in charge of. I'll probably kill him and then just be a hermit. <laughs> a fucking death spot of one. I don't give a shit. <sighs> And then he claimed that he was gas station at his territory. And then he claimed that he was the leader of a feudal system. And I don't know if he knows what the fucking feudal system is, but what he was doing was not feudalism. No, no, no. I, well, I don't, it's very apparent that he didn't know a whole lot about anything. And I don't know if they intended for the character to come across like that, or if the writer just didn't know what the fuck they were talking about. Why, why does it have to be either or? Because if, the writer intended for the character to come across that way, then that was actually a decent right for that character. Although they could have expounded upon that a little bit more and made it a little bit more obvious instead of making it ambiguous enough to where I'm questioning the writer's intelligence rather than the character's intelligence. I'm questioning all of it, all of it. I'm also questioning why it's on the list. I'm questioning why you made us watch it. I'm questioning why I went along with it and watched it. I, I just, I'm questioning a lot of things. Jason's like decisions were made. All right. Uh, regrets. Yes. I have many. All right. Uh, I'm thoroughly disappointed. My day is ruined. Hey, look, it's sci-fi. It's classified as science fiction. We can't just put all the good sci-fi on the list. I mean, we wouldn't even agree on all the good sci-fi on the list. We gotta, well, we I, gotta, we gotta take the good with the bad, and this is this is an example of the bad. Like this is know, the very I bad. Very I don't bad. know why. I don't know why we're um, poo pooing all over this thing. I mean, it won five awards. It did, and they were all from Razzies the, from the Razzies. It won first. Uh, let's see: worst actor, worst director, worst picture, worst screenplay, play, and worst original song. Who wrote the screenplay? And why are they shitting on the songs? Uh, Eric the Roth songs and that. Brian Hegeland. Yeah, those two. I don't two know. I need really I thought from writing screenplays. I thought the uh yeah, I thought the music was pretty was no, pretty the, good. It's the I, one thing it, in the music you know, I didn't and I enjoyed, shit on. Yeah, and I enjoyed the uh I I enjoyed the the bluegrass uh spin that they put on some uh, some songs, you know, during the dance. I thought that was kind of was kind of interesting. Yeah, I didn't I didn't care. I just felt like that was a throwaway moment too. Uh, in fact, the whole movie was a throwaway moment. There's a lot of little throwaway moments all in a row for three hours. Three like, fuck. fucking hours. Yeah. I wanted to hang myself with a shoestring by the time this movie was over. Yeah. So what's uh, doing a little bit of just reading here. Um, come to find out, um, Costner passed up the lead role of Air Force One. Good. Being good. in the post. Good. Good. Look, I think Kevin Costner is a fine actor. I think he's a good actor normally, but this was, I, I sat here going, is this really Kevin fucking Costner acting this? Like, 
Did he need? Is this an alimony money movie? Like no, no he wanted to do it? this. But In fact, it, the well, author of the book's wife wanted Kevin Costner to play this character. That's only because she thought she'd get fucked by Kevin Costner. No, uh, if, if she liked Field of Dreams. Yeah, that's what it was. Well, Field of Dreams is a great movie. That is not uh, directed by Kevin Costner. No, but it's acted by Kevin Costner. Here's the thing. Yeah. I think Open a lot range. of actors. I think a lot right. of actors when when they take passion projects like oh, I want to do this and I want to do I'm going to direct this and I want to do this. Like like let's look at uh, uh, that fucking uh, L. Ron Hubbard masterpiece. <laughs> That fucking John okay. Travolta did. But that was based right? off a shittier book, too. I mean, it, well, I'm just saying, I, all I'm saying is, like, they shouldn't be, actors should just not be allowed to do passion projects. Can well, you name so, one passion project that's, that, that has gone well for an actor? John Travolta did that project a lot because he was doing it on a, on a Scientology basis, too. Well, I get that. I understand that he's been brainwashed by L. Ron Hubbard's bullshit. I get it. I, I, I 100% understand that. But can you name a passion project that an actor has done that that has panned out well? I mean, I'm sure there there are. Uh, what was that? Um, uh, what was that Ben Affleck movie that he uh, wrote and directed? Daredevil? No, no, God, no. <laughs> <laughs> Hard rain. <laughs> no, Good it was. Um, <laughs> Good uh, I like Goodwill Hunting. Don't shit. Goodwill Hunting movie. was a good movie, and he actually co-wrote that. So. Yeah, I look. I like Ben Affleck. He's done some shit. I get. I like Ben Affleck. I like Matt Damon. I don't know why they get a lot of shit. I mean, I do. I get it, but I I still like him. Oh, what was that movie? I can't. I guess I should say established actors and passion projects. Have they done a passion project where it's turned out really well? Like people are like, "Fuck yeah!" Maybe Tom Hanks and Band of Brothers. Yeah, did, did he? But I don't think he, he didn't write. He didn't. It. He, yeah, I think he produced that. that. Yeah, he Argo. I'm thinking Argo. So Argo Argo's, was a really good movie. Oh, that was great. That was directed by Ben Affleck. That was one of his passion projects. All right. Well, then I take it. But there's one. There's one. So there is an exception to the rule. But the rule should be like actors. If you have a passion project, like maybe let somebody else wait, look at it first. Wait, Deadpool. Okay, Deadpool, exception to the yeah. rule. Exception yeah. to the rule. I was going to say, if that isn't a that, passion that was project, a passion. I don't yeah. know what is. Okay, again, exception exception to the rule. So, I, yeah, I mean, it may be that, that most passion projects don't end up well. But, I mean, yeah, there are a few that, that actually take off. And, and I think they're great for it. I think, uh, and, and that may be the problem on a, on a passion project is because you're so passionate about it. You may be clouded to the point that you don't recognize this is not going to work out very well. Yeah, no, this did not. No, this didn't work out well at all. Uh, there's not any redeeming part of, of this movie, uh, from beginning to end. It is trash, uh, from beginning to end. It is boring from beginning to end. It is shallow from beginning to end. You will want to literally stab your eyes out with whatever sharp utensil is next to you. Please, for the love of God, do not watch this fucking movie. Oh, come on. It wasn't that bad. I mean, it, it wasn't was Space 100%. Truckers bad. I would watch Space Truckers <laughs> over this piece of shit. 
I'd watch Metropolis again. I would this. too. And here's why: because Metropolis and Space Truckers together combined is less runtime than <laughs> this fucking movie. I don't oh, know. It no, depends the, on what version of Metropolis yeah, you the, watch. The full version of Metropolis is close to three hours. Well, I would never watch the full version of Metropolis, even if my life depended on it. I would watch the one that. Oh, we're missing some footage because of you know World War Two or whatever. Oh, sorry. All right, James. I got a question for you. Yeah. Is this uh, post-apocalyptic romp through the mountains of Oregon, The Postman, more sci-fi than 112263? So in uh, 112263, there was a closet. Uh, and in that closet, you were able to time travel to the past. Uh, and in this movie, The Postman, I wish it was still in the fucking closet and would never see the light of day. Yes, eleven twenty two sixty three. More sci-fi than this piece of shit movie, The Postman. Rob, you got a haiku for us this week? Yeah, I do. Uh, this haiku is titled "Good Semen." <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Mr. Postman, do you want a bone tonight? Mad Max, less sci-fi. <laughs> well done. Well done, sir. Thank you. Good semen. Thank you. Oh, all right. Who's got awards? Yep. Oh, yeah. All right, Rob, who's got your black lung? Uh, I'm giving it to Costner for getting rich with cigarettes and then proceeding Not to burn through his cigarettes. Cigarettes, right. Yeah. yeah. All right, James. Uh, Colonel Getty's getting my Black Lung Award for smoking a stogie. All right. Well, I'm not going to give uh, that idiot douchebag any awards. So mine's going to go to uh, the uh, the ham radio operator. I can't remember his name, but the old guy at the uh, at the postal unit for... Uh, smoking some uh, wacky tobacco. All right, James, who's got your uh, head lush? Uh, Dances with Wolves gets my uh, head lush because he was drinking God only knows how old booze on a, off of a dead body. Yeah, I don't know that there would be any booze left in that flask. He said thank you. He took a swig and said thank you. Oh, I know. I know that they said he drank some booze. I'm just questioning if the booze wouldn't have evaporated at that point. Well, I'm questioning a lot of things about this movie. And I don't think the there would be. I don't think there would be question. any naphtha left in that lighter either. Oh, okay. Well, he still gets my fucking headlash award. What right. do you want from me, Rob? Uh, I'm giving it actually to the postal worker. For having hooch while he was doing his route, which one was the that? dead post? The dead, the dead postal guy. Yeah. worker. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, dead yeah, postal yeah, worker. Yeah, yeah, the dead yeah. One. he's the one getting he took it. Off of. He gets. Yeah, it. Yeah. yeah, he's getting it. In, uh, oh, 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 oh! You know, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, that's a yeah, good one. Yeah, he's, yeah. yeah, he's getting it. I mean, yeah, drinking on the, the job. Dead, I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. Drinking and driving. Maybe that's why he's on the side of the Maybe fucking that's road. Ended up. Yeah, that's why he ended up in the ditch. Jeez. Yeah, mine's gonna go to Kevin Costner for drinking imaginary booze out of a dead man's flask. All right, Rob, who's got your player? Um, this one goes to Abby for measuring up a man for some baby making and making sure he's got good <laughs> semen. I yep. knew you were going to go that route. Oh, hell yeah. James. I knew you were going to go that route. Yeah. 
James, who's got yours? Uh, so because I don't want to get canceled, I won't say that it's the general for, you know, he doesn't have any game. He knows he doesn't have game. So he's just going to take what he wants. He could kill the husband, take what he wants and then still not get laid because, uh, you know, he can't get it up. And so instead of taking a little blue pill, which they didn't have because, you know, apocalypse, he just beats the shit out of her. That he is not getting my player award because I don't so want to get you, canceled. So you do. What? You do know just by saying I don't want to get canceled and then saying it doesn't make it okay. No, sure it does. Uh, instead, I'm going to give it to Dances okay. with Wolves for, uh, uh, you know, plowing another guy's wife. Not a boy. <laughs> All right, so mine's going to go to Abby, uh, just like Rob, because uh, she really wanted Kevin Costner's man cake mix. <laughs> man cake, man cake, cake mix. mix. He did. He <laughs> called it man cake mix. Fuck. That's so yeah. gross. That's gross. Uh, man <laughs> James, who's got your purple hippo? Uh, purple hippo's going for, to, to you for coming up with the term man cake mix. <laughs> uh, I ain't come up with it. I've read it a long time ago. Uh, 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 my purple hippo award is going to go to um, the studio that greenlit this piece of shit, the uh, producers that wanted to be involved with this piece of shit. Uh, the screenwriters who wrote this piece of shit, uh, the actors who read the script and then agreed to be in this piece of shit, uh, and then everybody who who went to the theater and spent $20.5 million uh, to watch this three-hour piece of shit, uh, and then to whichever asshole put it on the list so that I had to spend three hours to watch this piece of shit. Uh, that'd be Rob. Yeah. Rob, was it was it me? I that think was you. it was. No, it was no, you. Because your name is on the list. I, yeah, I know my name is on it, but I think it was because you forced Rob. it. Uh, Rob, um, Rob, Rob. No, he forced it because I brought I did not up force Water it. World. I brought up Water World at some point in time. So you're going to be um, responsible when we have to watch I that am, piece of shit. No, yeah, nope. I am responsible for that one. I brought it up as a joke, and I think Red went with it and said, no, yeah, it's going no, on the list. I'm, this is all Rob's fault. I, yep. Rob Rob and, just wants to see, Rob's like, this is what so, would happen. You know what? If, I'm going to find that episode. <laughs> I'm going to find that episode where where it was me saying it in jest and Red going, nope, it's on the list. And, and Jason going, yeah, yeah, we're putting it on the list and this is your fault. Previously on Smoking and Drinking in Space. Back to the Future 3 got a 7-4. What? Iron Giant got a solid 8. I like Iron, Iron Giant. Iron Giant's good. It is. What about Waterworld? You guys should put that on your list. Water world. No, he's not going to do it do because it. I like Water World and he doesn't. Do it. You're never too young to start smoking. So is, I guess Water World by our definition of sci-fi would classify because it's a post-apocalyptic movie. As would the postman. Uh, as would the <laughs> postman, technically. Listen to him. Like, oh, God, is Kevin Costner. Ah, uh, no. If it was that baseball thing, you'd watch it. You'd like hey, it. Hey, Field of Dreams was a great movie. See, see. My that God. Baseball thing. You say it was such that, that, venom. You support the Yankees. Right. That's just wrong. What? That's just wrong. You and I are done. <laughs> hey, it's not like I said I'm a Red Sox fan. Oh, well, yeah, you'd have to sleep with one eye open if you said that. <laughs> yep. Um, exactly. What is your it, was fault? Like, it was future punishment. 
is what it was. Yeah, well, now I had to get punished because you're an idiot. Well, I I think the only one that got out of this easy was uh, Red. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, he dodged a bullet, right? He dodged yeah. the bullet. Yeah. Wow. Twice. Wow. Waterworld's still up. Wow. Wow. Uh, wow. My purple hippo, I, I'm going to give it to Costner um, because literally two minutes into the movie, he is seeing cars and talking to himself and watching TV. Yeah, that's a good point. I think Costner is going to go and get mine as well. Um, he gets brained enough in this movie that he's got to have some fucking long term. Uh, brain injuries. Uh, he's that may be why they didn't put his name on the statue is because he couldn't remember his name at, at this point. He didn't know what his name was. He, did, he probably God. didn't know what his name was. He'd been hit in the head so many times. So nobody yeah. ever asked him his name in the movie. That's the weird thing. Yeah. Yeah. So Costner's going to get mine as well. All right. Well, that brings us to picking our next movie. Who picked the number last time? Uh, James picked the number last time. All right, well, James doesn't get to pick the number this time because that was a shitty fucking number. All right. All right, Rob. You've got... Look, in no way, shape, or form am I going to take the fucking blame for this movie, okay? None. It shouldn't have been on the list to begin with. This uh, this is all 100% Rob's fault. All right, Rob. You have to pick a number between 1 and 152. Oh, let's go with uh, 20. 20. All right, James, tell me when to stop. Let it go for a little bit. Get it real nice and mixed up. Stop. All right. Next week, we are. If it, I swear to water Christ, world. if the words water world come out of his mouth, I will <laughs> literally drive to Texas and beat you within an inch of your life, Rob. Hey, at least I'll get to see you. I, as I <laughs> can you literally take me, beat you to death. Can you take death. me to dinner first? <laughs> no, I will beat you to death until you die Come from on. it. <laughs> and then I will resuscitate you and then kill you again and do so oh. as many times as necessary until oh, your okay. penance is paid for this bullshit. Can we watch Waterworld while you do it? <laughs> God, I fucking hate you. <laughs> I'll have to because I won't have time to yeah, actually watch won't. it. No, you won't. Uh, or the show. All right, so next week we're going to be watching the movie where an accidental cross-time radio link connects father and son across 30 years. The son tries to save his father's life, but then must fix the consequences. This stars Dennis Quaid and Jim Cavazier. Oh, Cavazier. Yeah. Cavazier. And Sean Doyle. It is 2000's Frequency. Not a dumb movie. It's not bad. Spawned a TV show. Did it really? Yeah, it, yeah, it there did. was a TV show. Yeah, that didn't do don't well. Put, yeah, don't don't put that on the list, please. No, <laughs> is it sci-fi? Fuck, <laughs> Rob, you're such don't. an asshole. You're an asshole, Rob. You are a no, no, no. Fucking if it gets put on you. the list, it is no. so on I Jason. Fucking, oh, no, I it's on Jason. So much. No, I hate if you, Rob. you're the one that said it was a it was a TV show. It's going on the list. Rob, you are the fucking postman of podcasting. That is what you are. You are the postman of podcasting. No, God, I fucking hate you. Oh, I no, no, fuck off, Rob. It's fuck on off, the Rob. list. Oh, it better have your name next to it. Nope. No, it's gonna have your name next to it. No, neither yeah. one of us yeah. wanted no, that's it on fault. the list. It doesn't matter. You're, you're the one that brought it to our attention. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my god, 
Damn. <laughs> uh, we can't find it. It's uh, it's not available. Yeah, it's available out there somewhere. I guarantee you. I'll find it. All right, well, everyone. Well, that's all we've got for this week. Our intro and outro music is Welcome Home by Cambo. Podcrawl music is Snackfix by Machette. No. If you like the show, please rate and review us on iTunes. You can leave us feedback on our Discord channel at smokinganddrinkinginspace.com forward slash Discord. Shit. On Twitter at setus underscore podcast, or you can email us at smokinganddrinkinginspace at outlook.com. If you'd like to throw a few nickels our way, you can become a Patreon supporter by going to smokinganddrinkinginspace.com forward slash Patreon. And make sure to visit Creative Brain Candy for more great shows and other creative works at creativebraincandy.com. For this week, I'm Jason. How do you spell tyranny? (laughs) It's definitely got an EY, Rob. Yeah, that's definitely really all you need to know about Rob. Uh, This this episode, this movie, and literally anything that Rob's doing. And we'll talk to you next week. God, I hate you so much, Rob. You fucking suck. Damn it. I'm giving it to your mom extra hard tonight. Uh, I...